when I'm stuck in my head, stuck in my head, stuck in my head, and I can't shake it. I want off the ride. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Head in a Box. I'm your host, Murphy. I'm joined by my co-host, Kellen. And today we have a very lovely, talented, wonderful, exceptional human being, um, Casting director here in the Southeast. Um, she is much more than that. Her roots are in theater. She has wonderful children. She is an active member of her community. She has charities that she runs at nonprofits and all kinds of wonderful things. Well, we're lucky to have her here today. Ladies and gentlemen, Mitzi Corrigan. <laughs> Hello. That that sounded really good. I know. I usually <laughs> never get it in one shot. So. I, it was hard good. to get my head in this box, so it's <laughs> nice to hear that great stuff. Awesome. Well, we're really lucky to have you, Mitzi. Thank you for coming today. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Thanks for the invite. Let's get some basics, okay? So, Mitzi Corrigan, born and raised, where are you from? I am a Cajun. I'm from <gasps> New Orleans. That's oh, where right. I was born and raised. I remember that now. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that's why you're so cool. Oh, that is, well, it explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's the coolness, but it does explain a lot. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. And you were born there and you lived there until you were how old? Until I was 18. 18. And then I got a job offer in Charlotte and I drove up on, I rented a U-Haul truck with my car in tow and <laughs> never had been to Charlotte before. Yeah. Wow. And there I was. Cool. So. 18, so New Orleans. It's funny, I don't know why this is with a lot of people that I meet from New Orleans, but I, sometimes it almost sounds like there's like a New York accent yeah. in there. I feel like for all this like time, I've, and I've something. known you now for almost 20 years, I think. Like, yeah. I feel like I've always just assumed you were like from Brooklyn or something. <laughs> it, it's true. I mean, particularly when I was first up here. Yeah. Uh, people would think Brooklyn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? Nah. I'm as about as south as you can get, but it's not <laughs> southern down there. No. It is a very unique mm. accent. Yeah. yeah. It's very unique. Yeah. And um, my, my husband... At the time, soon to be husband, when he first met my family, he was a little in culture shock. I bet. He's like, "What are they saying? What is happening?" <laughs> it was crazy. But Were it's they a, like it's very such Creole a, kind of Cajun, um, or like not real Creole? Okay. Although I do have some, definitely some Bayou type cousins, yeah, you know, and such. That's the but, accent. Uh, that's... They are. They are fun. And and I tried to lose it because I was an actor at mm -hmm. some right. point, and I tried to not be stereotyped into one box. And uh, But every time I talk to my sister or, you know, mm -hmm. Comes I'm right like, where yet? Yeah. <laughs> How's it. the niece? How's <laughs> the nephew? Right, That's right. You know? awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I love New Orleans. And then you moved to Charlotte when you were 18, are you saying? Mm -hmm. And you've been, that's where you kind of been residing ever since? With the exception of five years in New York, because cool. I did go to New York after I found theater and actors mm -hmm. and I found my people, Yeah, which was late in my life, uh, later than mm -hmm. most people. And uh, I decided to go to New York and study and I got into Uta Hagen's class nice. and I also became, because I had managerial skills, <laughs> you know, some actors don't have that part of their brain working. I was one that could do both. Lucky for you. I know. <laughs> Lucky me. <laughs> but not really. Yeah. But anyway, and then I, I stage managed a few of Herbert Berghoff's plays while Sweet. I was there. It was a pretty incredible experience. I bet. Mm -hmm. So you were 18, you took a job in Charlotte. What was the job? <laughs> You're going to laugh. Uh, when I was in high school, because I, I came from a lower class kind of 
income family, uh, six kids, a little bitty house, you know, four of us in one bedroom, that kind of thing. So we really, all of my, and we're five women, one guy. Poor dude. And he was the youngest, yes. Poor guy. So we tortured him. But that's another podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, so we all worked through school at a very young age. So I got a job with the photography studios that were in, like, uh, department stores. Family photos. Yeah. Portraits. Exactly. Mostly kids, like Walmarts, too, and stuff. But I I was in the department store. And then I was a photographer. And mostly kids. And I was great with kids. And I would, you know, whatever. So then they gave me, like, three studios to manage when I was 16 and 17. So then when I was about to graduate from high school, they promoted me to the headquarters, which is PCA. It's it's in... uh, it, it was, I don't think it, it's here anymore, but it was in Matthews, right, oh, right. right by Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they promoted me to run the Santa Claus photography studios nationwide. <laughs> so it's wow. my fault that your kids have been traumatized. <laughs> I was just oh, going to say, that, that was entertaining. You hired those guys who smelled like beef and cheese. <laughs> it was ter- <laughs> It's so surreal now. I'm like, what in the world? But that is why I came to Charlotte. Yeah. And it was a big corporation, and I I rose in ranks. I did really well, but I never quite fit in that corporate right. mold. I was so, I'm way. very direct. I'm outspoken. I like to be authentic. And mm. there's a lot of just game playing and manipulation. And it's oh, just yeah. weird. Yeah, that's what Cut I've through. come to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Thank God there are people that can do it, and, and I don't it. mean yeah. to, mm-hmm. to downplay them, but it course, was right. not my people. So then I decided thing. to go to college at UNC Charlotte. Oh, nice. And I took a theater class. That's it. That was it. Yep, yep. I never looked back. I was like, oh, my God, these are my people. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it was just the most incredible moment in my life, and I did I left, I left my job and I just started to bartend, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, you're an actor? What restaurant do you work yeah. at? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Me. Yeah. What's your specialty drink? <laughs> exactly. So that's, and that's what I did while I was in New York. I was a bartender at Lou Chow's. Nice. It was a very, very famous, like hundred year old restaurant. It's no oh, longer wow. there. It's right across from the Winter Garden. Oh, wow. But it's, it no longer exists. Mm, but Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Theater mm-hmm. roots, man. My, my yeah. roots are in theater too, so... Um, I love that. I do love the theater. Mm -hmm. You actually were one of the first people I really met here in the Southeast. Really? Yeah, and I don't know. We talk about it a lot, but it's kind of a roundabout story. But I I give you a lot of credit for having a really significant early positive influence on my career here in the Southeast. Yeah. So, and it's kind of a roundabout way, but you know, you have very talented daughter. She's a singer and she's in New York and and doing very She does everything actually. Yeah, she does a lot more. (laughs) Let's just, Abby is a a beast of a talent. Yeah. And she, she can sing, she can dance, she can write songs, she can... I mean, act. She I, she probably can write a novel too. I'm. I she am, has well, three she published. Is writing She's a, writing a one? play. She's oh, writing a play, see, and it's pretty about. interesting. Oh yeah. And I'm not. I'm. I'm her hardest critic. She's yeah. like, yeah. Mother always 
tells me like it is. I hate that. Yeah. You, know? so, right. you so, need somebody in your life yeah, to do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not doing you any favors mm-hmm. by coating this, you know, no. sugarcoating it because no. uh, this, this is a hard life to live yes. being an artist. And mm-hmm. you really have to be passionate and driven. Yeah. So you true. cannot be weak in a snowflake. No, you know, because it's so true. It's hard. That's yeah. all I can say. Yeah. yeah I it. tried my best to, to get her to be an athlete or something. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Yeah. it's a funny story, too. We had her in T ball. She was so not athletic, you know, yeah. just so spastic, kind of, <laughs> we got to go. Yeah. And then one day the coach said, it was rain. They got a rain. It rained, so they rained out the game. And he said, "Well, next week we'll have a makeup game." And she went, "Makeup? I love makeup. Oh, I'll be there." <laughs> she showed up with a box, exactly. yeah, <laughs> face painting, her theater yes. kit. Yeah. That's right. Are we doing old that. old age makeup That's or right. fantasy? What are we doing here today? Exactly. <laughs> That's when my husband and I looked at each other and went, "Oh boy, yeah, amazing." Changing course. Yeah, that my dad was this way too with me. He wanted me to like do something stable, and <laughs> I was like, "No, but you do music, so why wouldn't I?" Like, I, I get it. And now that I'm an adult, and oh, I'm, yeah. I, I wouldn't be upset if my daughter decided to be a doctor. No, but um, but I can already tell they're mm-hmm. they're not going that direction. <laughs> well, my dad tried to make me an athlete. Uh, he tried real hard. He tried real, real hard, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it just didn't it take. It just didn't take. But I'll tell you the thing that it did, and we've talked about this before, is the team element mm-hmm. of playing sports. Uh-huh. And now that's yes. the element that I love about doing theater and being on set. Absolutely. The collaborative team, because you cannot make a movie without so many human beings all working together or separately and maybe yeah. never meeting. And but yeah, it's it such is a collaboration. Team. And that's the jam. And speaking of collaboration, yeah. so I moved here from LA 2009. Uh, with my super talented singer-songwriter girlfriend at the time. (laughs) Um, And uh, Abby, your daughter, wanted to cover one of Kellen's songs in a talent show. And so you reached out as the the professional that you are, and you were like, hey, my daughter wants to Uh, cover one of your songs. Do we need to do anything? Are there rights? Do I need permission? (laughs) Like, Can she do it? My favorite part about this story is that you told me because the the lyric is, I'm, am I really that sick or just sick of my shit? And you said that Abby always just said ship, right? Yes. And That's I, what she heard. I love know. that story so much because <laughs> whenever I have shows for kids... That's how, that's, that's how I say it. Oh, <laughs> There's God. kids in the audience. I just say ship. I was I like, know. just say the word. Damn it. <laughs> for fuck's sake. But, and of course, that is funny because, yeah. I mean, shit is like it's, bouncing around my household like crazy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Are you kidding me? She had a lot of, you know, the lyrics being wrong. Oh, I uh, love that kind game. of stuff. And now, you know, she laughs and oh. we all laugh because we all do it. So oh, yeah. good. And oh, yeah. she and so she, I was at Lee Festival performing and you guys were there and <laughs> Abby was in the audience and I was like you want to come sing and she came up and I thought I was going to have to carry most of the song and I was like she can just I'll just let her she can sing on a chorus it'll be She's fun like, for her it'll be, it'll be good <laughs> you know help her come out of her shell <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, shell. and she ripped into a verse and I was like oh okay. I'm just going to let her sing this verse right now she's amazing and now of course she's gone on to be this superstar that she is but but going back to the collaborative stuff we that helped connect 
him to his agent. Yeah, because Abby asked, oh. Mitzi asked if, you know, Abby could you sing this could song. Do a song. And and I was like, of course. She got off the phone with you and she was like, oh, Mitzi Corrigan. I was like, yeah, I know Mitzi Corrigan. Yeah, C&J. Yeah, casting. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Do you and think she, was she like, might know? What should, should I, is there anything I need to do? Like, should I just let Abby have the song? I was like, I don't think legally you need to do anything. I was like, but you should definitely give Mitzi my headshot. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, maybe just ask her if there's an agent in the Southeast that might be good for me. I don't know. <laughs> so, of course, you I did. Yeah. You yeah, knew and exactly you looked at my headshot. Yeah, and you to. looked at my resume, and you saw my commercial credits in LA, and you were like, "Oh yeah, Rusty Wiggs, and mm -hmm. he likes character actors, mm -hmm. and you know, mm -hmm. one thing led to another, and now here we are, almost 15 years later, and I'm still with Rusty. Oh, he is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and I love Rusty. We're buddies. You know, yeah. like I never thought I could be as <laughs> no. close with an agent, especially yeah. being in Coming LA. From I, LA, yeah. Yeah, I would leapfrog yeah. from agent oh, totally to agent different. in LA. Like, totally yeah. different culture here. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, you know, I'm grateful. Phone, he's fly fishing, you know. <laughs> and I, I just we talk know. about it often how much gratitude we have towards you for Aww. making that connection. And in general, you are that casting director in the Southeast. And you know, every time he would come to see you for an audition or something, he's like, I got to see Mitzi today. And it just you feel like a family member. You have that air about you, I think, in general for most actors. Yeah, you, Tanya, of course, yeah, Paige. Yeah, yeah. 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 And we're just so grateful to have you guys in the Southeast. Yeah, oh, so yeah. lucky. So yeah. lucky to have you. Um, and, you know, that's an interesting thing because I, I comment on this a lot, right? People are always like, you know, I'm a, I, I teach so... Students will come to me like, hey, uh, Mitzi Corgan, you know, C&J, you know, and I'm always like, oh, Mitzi's fantastic. Mitzi's lovely. Oh, she's so approachable. She's great. She's such a great human being. Um, and then I've come to, there are a handful of really wonderful casting directors here in the Southeast that are really actor-friendly casting directors. Mm -hmm. And another part of this element is almost all of them are women. And I oh, just, I always make that because I, I like Erica Bream mm -hmm. and Erica Arvold and Tracy Kilpatrick. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the yeah. list goes on and it's just wonderful women out here crushing running the Southeast. The yeah. Running as casting directors. Really? Yeah. We are all in debt to you. Oh, <laughs> um, I, I yeah, feel I honored to be a part of that group you named because yeah. 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 I, I feel the same. I didn't realize it. Uh, so much until I started to bring Abby to LA for because she started oh, yeah. early to for the summers we would go and we'd go to these castings so mm. I would take her and just try to be in the background <laughs> no yeah, stage yeah. mom right yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the yeah. dreaded stage mother oh, so you've but, seen too many oh, of those oh my I'm goodness sure. so cold and yeah yeah impersonal and stuff I mean it really contrasted with what Paige and I really did feel like we wanted to be known for is mm. to be you know setting them at ease se yeah set yeah. you at ease let you know we're we're here for you be comfortable it's a weird uh fake kind of situation you're in yeah. and you have to bring it to like and make it authentic and real so we we try to um really do that which you said oh. so to hear that is so fulfilling and and wonderful oh. you know, well because done. yeah i mean i was coming from la like literally when i met you and it was you know nothing against la i was there for 10 years but the casting situation especially for commercial work mm -hmm. is just so many humans in a room cattle call style one mm -hmm. after another a lot of times it's 
it's the it's the text up on a board yeah. and the, you know it's really you don't even impersonal. Have a human. You're signing yeah. in on an eye. Signing, right, yep. Right. And then all of a sudden yeah. you're in there and you're staring camera and you're out. And then you don't even someone, know who the yeah. casting director is. Is that a casting director? Uh, is that yeah. who's that? Just, just a, a guy running a camera? Yeah. Are they gonna give me what? A, so and then I got here and I got mm-hmm. in and started working with you and Paige and you guys just immediately made me feel so warm. You guys used to do a thing for me that I love where. <laughs> All your auditions, for the most part, the commercial ones, are, are uh, improv-based for mm-hmm. the most part. So it was a lot of improv in the room, and I love improv, and it's so much fun to play. And I would always go to these auditions, and, you know, it's two hours there for me, two hours oh, back. Yeah. It's four-hour round trip, you know, mm-hmm. not that I ever regretted doing it, but you guys always made the most of mm-hmm. it for me. I would go in, and I'd do my audition, and I'd get ready to leave, and you and Paige would be like, would you stay and just improv with some of the other actors? And I was always like, sure, I will. And like, Another opportunity that. to be in the room. Let's do it. And you like, I'd get like five, yeah. six more times, and then you guys would finally be like, all right, Mark, okay. you can go. And I'd be like, you sure? Okay, go. Cool. I'm going to go. That is such a great attitude. And I would leave with just like, oh, I got to play so much exactly. more. Exactly. Yeah, so if much more fun. actors had that attitude, it would really help them. Because yeah. Yeah. auditions are hard. I, I yeah. get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you cannot approach them like the, the actor that always says i i know i could do the part i just can't audition well uh, you gotta mm, get that's true. That's the problem that's the job yeah. yeah that professor in college of mine said that is the job it the audition is you is have the to job. really get that and and it and I guess if you treat it like you did, it was a it's a, a place to play. Yeah. It's Especially a place improv, to use your yeah. muscles, uh, mm-hmm. you know, get those things going. And mm-hmm. and I love improv too, but mm-hmm. a lot of actors cannot improv. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is it's a skill. Hard. Yeah, it is. It's an important that skill. is good for commercials or film. You oh, know, yeah. you should do it. Mm-hmm. it you mm-hmm. should work on that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. But you're right. Um, and I love it. And to see an actor be so joyful and yeah. playful in an audition, <laughs> so fun. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you can feel that dread coming in the room if that's what's happening with the actor. You yeah, know, the, the dread, the the, the anxiousness. You mm-hmm. know, those are the the feeling of just the, wanting to get it over with. Yeah, right. it's the kiss of death. Oh you yeah. Know? So to have yeah. someone like you that's joyful and ready, yeah, and ready to go. Yeah, I didn't get play, all dressed up and for then nothing. go have dinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go grab a, a cup of, of coffee. Wine, yeah. Go smoke a joint. I don't yeah. give a shit. Mitzi does all three. Just like <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Mitzi formula. We call it the Mitzi cocktail. <laughs> no, uh, speaking of that, Mike and I went out for a date the other Aww. night. You know how rare that can yeah. be. So wonderful. And he, I was like, try to find a place that's playing music, and mm. you know whatever. So he found this guy. You know, just his name is uh, Woody, and Woody he's like, Wood. And he plays at the Cava. Yes. Bar. I had never been. We go in there. I was like, I don't see any alcohol. You know? And he goes, I don't either. <laughs> All about so the Cava, the, yeah. So the bartender's like, oh, no, we don't serve alcohol. This is a Cava thing. I'm like, Cava? What's Cava? So he, of course, edu- you know, and then there's this cannabis drink. I was oh. like, I'll take one of those. <laughs> After I drank it, which I thought was very tasty, uh, unlike the Cava drink Mike tried, which literally tasted like mud. <laughs> You know, watery mud. But it's so good for you. I'm looking at the the label and it says, if this is the first time you're drinking that, just drink a quarter of it. Yes. Too late. Wait an hour and then 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 see if you want more. I would already chuck the whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Through a straw. like is this legal i what couldn't believe happening? it either the first I, I i had a chocolate and it was like you know i thought it was cbd chocolate i yeah. was just like this is cbd chocolate and i ate oh. a big bite of it 
Well, 30 minutes later, I'm outside taking pictures of clouds for 45 minutes straight. (laughs) Writing some of your best songs. I'm out of here. I'm heading to the kava bar. (laughs) See you guys. Bye. I'm coming. (laughs) It was great. I was like, only in Asheville. Right. This is so Woody, by the way, is a friend of mine. Oh, he was great. He's he's really talented. He and I actually were in a competition together for CMT where (laughs) we were going head to head to, it's a really weak premise, but it was a, a, a competition to... Uh, open for Sarah Evans. Do you remember Sarah oh, Evans, yeah. the country artist? Oh, yeah, I love her. And so they had people audition from all over the Southeast, and Woody and I were the top two people. <laughs> so they were like trying, it was a reality show, so they were trying to get us to like fight. And they were like saying oh, stuff to um, me, like, you know, he said this, show. and like saying stuff. And yeah. I was, me and him have known each other long enough where we were like, nah, <laughs> and we're not going to fight. No. So sorry if this makes the show more boring. But um, he ended up winning the competition because he's like Because this. you wouldn't fight with him. <laughs> no, exactly. He was talking <laughs> shit about so you the whole time. <laughs> I know. I never watched the final edit. Oh no, he was, he was so talented. He is so talented. Mm-hmm. He's, his dad was like a bluegrass legend guy. Yeah. And he plays amazing guitar. Like he's mm-hmm. just a crazy freak of nature wizard on that but um but yeah he won and <laughs> and I got to be the underdog which I prefer to be the underdog most times because I, you know, I don't mind I, I I like it I don't want you know even in acting I'd rather be the sporting character oh totally mm-hmm. right you know yeah than the lead yeah you know I never yeah. really thought those were the mo- more interesting roles you know yeah, and Emma true. gets it my daughter with Down syndrome she's yeah. always the evil one. Oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, that's awesome. The sweetest child in the entire universe. Oh yeah, you got to get out of the box. Al- like, yeah, she's always the bad guy, the villain. Yeah, oh, like, I love what it. is going on? But anyway, uh, yeah, that's fun. It's always well, more fun to be the villain. Well, I have two girls now too, so I, I like the the whole Disney princess game is strong in our house. <laughs> oh yeah, and I get to play both like the bad guy and I get to play the prince. Aww. So it's like back and forth. Once That's in a while, so I'll play. I'll play a princess. I'm down. And, and yeah, we've talked about so it on the so show so before. His one of his guilty pleasures is getting to sing princess songs at full blast. Oh, oh yeah. Are you, the, are you a good singer? He's, he's pretty good. He's like I. I think he's pretty good. I don't know how yeah. you feel about it. I mean, I. 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 I think I can sing. I mean, I'm sitting yeah. here next to Kellen Watson. Yeah. I mean, so I, like, I, yeah, I'm a fir- great singer. The first time I saw you was in that play, that weird play where you nudity. <laughs> oh my was, god! Oh, are we are oh. we going to bring this? I up? was like okay. digging you. I was like, this girl is talented and so free. Thank God you I noticed was, me. That's when I first even with the stuff you. going on behind me. I didn't know what the <laughs> hell was happening but <laughs> no, i'm open for whatever oh neither yeah neither do we i like some shocking oh, theater. Yeah. <laughs> but your voice i was really thank struck you. thank mm-hmm. you thank you so much yeah i that was a fun experience i i think that like it just, i just got to say that the, the funny thing about this is for those of you who don't know in this play i take my pants down <laughs> and mitzi noticed kellen's voice over <laughs> that so like no offense, but it's no, true. None taken, this is, none taken. This is actually one of my favorite stories uh. because I, I just told this story live on stage the other day and I got so many laughs. It was such I'm sorry, you weren't there. You were taking care of her. No, you were teaching. But I got so many laughs because my song that I it was this original song of mine that I was having to sing, and behind me, my loving husband, who was not my husband at the time, we were just friends at the time. He was having simulated sex with a stripper, and so what? 
And your point is, it was simulated. And he was so uncomfortable. Him and the strip, the actress that played the stripper, they were both like, "Can we do anything else? Do we have to take?" The director was just out of his mind and like, "No, you have to do this." So many ideas. And they were both. It could be just as effective. It'll be just effective for cuddling and and no, the director was like, "No, you have to do it this way." And and meanwhile, I'm singing this song, very very serious. melancholy song called ship and it's like when will my ship roll in when will meanwhile murphy's behind me pretending to thrust god me and that actress would look at each other the moment before oh and just look god. at each other and be like here we nah, go, here we go. <laughs> so, so when i when i was on stage recently telling people about this song i was actually it was after i sang the song i was like i just remember this guy's and this song now, he can't even really I listen to. I can't even to. hear the song. Oh, it's no. like he's scarred no. for life. No, and I've been acting since I was 10, and there's a handful of really interesting notes that I've acquired over oh, the yeah. years. The oh. note that I got from that play that I'll never forget is, fuck like a real person. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, this will do give it you better. PTSD the uh, rest of, of your life. Yeah, okay, you cannot. It's a trigger. What does that mean? But <laughs> how, do, how, how, how do how do normal people? I don't know. I know. I don't that's know. That's like when we get a job and the director says we want real people. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> you don't. We're well, all real people. We're actors are real yeah, people. I know. I haven't noticed. Of course, now with AI, who knows? Who what knows what's oh, going that's on? That's a topic. Oh, don't get me started. Okay, so yeah, let's hit that. Too. She brought it up. Like, let's yeah. just hit that really quick. Um, so the strike is over um yay, yay. <laughs> I'm, How, glad. I'm glad too how do you feel what are your thoughts about the new contract about where ai is taking us mm-hmm. you know like it's kind of a big subject a whole other yeah. episode but yeah. in generally speaking how, how have you felt about this process the strike and well i i think it is progress of course there's always more room mm-hmm. and uh things like that but i i think compromise these days is like a rare occurrence and that's probably why it took so long and yeah. because greed and power seems to be what drives uh, a lot of people mm-hmm. more so than ever yeah and uh you know it, it's i can understand how people think oh actors make so much money well that's just a very small percentage and yes it may be obnoxiously way too much but the, the working actor hardly can make a living yeah Especially here in the southeast, there's although it's getting better and it better. It is, yeah. Uh, but I think it, uh, I wish it wouldn't have gone on so long. Uh, unfortunately, this happened when Abby's uh, show premiered on yeah. on Amazon Prime uh, Shelter, so they were unable to do any promotional stuff. You know, so we felt it kind of at a personal level for her, mm-hmm. which was very sad. I bet because it was such a time to celebrate, and it literally was like breaks. And so they, uh, unfortunately, I thought the show had some real potential. She, I was very proud of her work in it. Um, but unfortunately, they're not doing a season two. I yeah. Think, for whatever reasons. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but uh, as far as the AI part, uh, I'm glad they're doing something. Obviously, it's, I think it's a very, it's going to be the next black hole that our country, our, our, our universe <laughs> deals with because it's 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 not real it's not people and it's going to take people's place Mm -hmm. and and I was talking to Kellen earlier just about social media and the you know the sort of you have to you have to be on it but it's kind of a 
thing that you can really, it can poison your life and your self-esteem and things like that. And, you know, literally there have been times we've been in a casting and the producers go for the person who has the most followers, not the most talented, not the one that really, so, and that is just Mm. heart crushing Mm -hmm. to me. Because that's so, marketing and that's ticket you know, sales. So, and, yeah, yeah, and I get it. I get it. I get it. If I was like putting my life savings in a project for the first mm-hmm, time and mm-hmm. I had a connection with someone that has all these followers, right, right, right. it would be tempting. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but uh, so that is part of this thing that we have to deal with. And now AI, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it scares me. And I, yeah. I don't think it's overreacting. Mm-mm. You know, because I, I think either. they're like, oh, of course we're going to do the right thing. These, you know, these producers and big yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. No. It's, a, it's CEOs. No. If you're, if you're yeah. expecting CEOs to do the right thing and no. treat us well, it's. It's got to be in writing. It's yeah. got to be regulated. Yes. So on and so forth. So it's a step. It's mm-hmm. a step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm thankful. Yeah, and yeah, I'm thankful too. There, there is some progress in the contract. The AI is just like you said; it's scary no matter what industry you work in. It's everybody's right. getting artists. I, I, I just, you know, the, the the part of it that really freaks me out is like, you know, an actor can pass and sell their AI likeness basically to their family, who can still collect mm-hmm. from that dead actor. So, like me and this mm-hmm. actor. I'm, now I got to yeah. audition against actors who yeah. ha- passed away, you know, on top of a job already being as hard as yeah. it is. Oh, <laughs> like, and, you know, I, like you said, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. For, I'll take it. I'm optimistic. You want to make it more challenging? Come on. I'll yeah. give it to me. I'll do it. I'm, I've been doing this since I was 10. I'm not backing away from it. Mm-hmm. We, we survived COVID. We're all here yeah. as far as artists and actors in the industry. And the strike will survive it. It'll be different. Who knows? Right. I, you know, and I don't I know. And I do think art will always survive. Always survive. Have you, yeah. If you watch the um, show uh, Station Eleven, Mm-mm. you have to watch it. Okay. Cool. It is an apocalyptic kind of thing. It's a series. Cool. And I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. It is fantastic. Nice. It's fantastic acting, production, whatever. But the story is this post, you know, thing where I won't tell, give it away. But it's kind of focuses on an acting troupe that goes to whatever people have survived here and there. Oh, traveling, and futuristic. Offer, they offer art and performances, and it's so fantastic yeah. because no matter what. The human spirit needs mm-hmm. this form of expression. Mm-hmm. It is food for the soul. Yeah. It needs to be swept away sometimes. Yes. Yeah. And we yeah. are we underappreciate it certainly yeah. here in North Absolutely. Carolina. Yeah. 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 And I yeah theater, but he's like you think about theater and the need for theater. I mean, before there was religion, there was theater. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. it's always been a part of it. Um, yeah. So the strike. Okay. Yeah. And it's good to be, get back to work. Um, I was, I have a TV show coming out on Apple TV, a show called Manhunt comes out March oh, yeah. 15th, but Bravo. it should have come out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I was worried the same thing was going to happen, but they held it mm-hmm. fortunately. So that is good. now I'll be able to, you know, at least promote and talk about it. Um, yeah. In your experience with casting, what do you find is your most favorite thing to cast for? Do you feel like it's film, TV, 
Comedy industrials, drama. yeah, comedy mm-hmm. drama. What's mm-hmm. your favorite thing in general? Um, I would say, much like actors, it's film. Yeah. Uh, commercials can support your bad habit as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. a lot of commercials, you can make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it varies because, mm-hmm. you know, this is a right-to-work state, so there's a lot of non-union work and mm-hmm. union work. Uh, but for like a day, you can make, you know, sometimes five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars on a, in a day, yeah, or more, so, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. or more, crazy. <clears throat> so, however, it's not really creatively fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the film or television series, whatever, totally. you are working uh, more deeply in the creative process yeah. and collaboration. Yes, there it is. And yep, you have a bigger chunk. To mm-hmm. bite off, you know, mm-hmm. and and work on, and even though honestly, too, just as the actor, we don't make as much money on films right. as we do commercials, right? Of course, we yeah. just don't. We yeah, make yeah, yeah. more on commercials, yeah. yeah. And the film takes longer time, longer, much more labor, yeah, hours, and so on and so forth. But it's just so so fun, mm-hmm. and and it's great to. Uh, get into the director's head and mm-hmm. and do have that collaboration mm-hmm. and give actors these opportunities and see them, you know, see their work, see more of their work, you know, because obviously uh, on a commercial, I can see some of your work, mm-hmm. but I'm not really seeing, seeing, seeing mm-hmm. your work. So that would be all of our probably preferences, mm-hmm. but it is much harder. It's it's much a longer process. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but creatively much more fulfilling yeah yeah i mean yeah. some of my best work was i was i was in a mountain dew commercial and i, I flipped a steak on a hibachi <laughs> oh man that was man, so good it was fucking hard oh, hard man. hitting i should have been recognized by the academy <laughs> i don't understand i don't know i mean i feel like sean Your pan over here should like, have been well, recognized. fuck the academy you know uh, what i mean yeah exactly. that's it's a funny thing the whole like the money motivator too because i was thinking about as a musician like it took me a really long time like so going back to the stage mom, my stage dad was, I mean, the anti-stage mom, but my dad was always trying to push me away from music because his whole argument was it doesn't make enough money. It's not like the career that's going to support you. Mm-hmm. And I kind of remember as a kid, like when I was 13 and I was start, starting to write songs like... That didn't make any sense. That didn't equate to me as meaning right. anything because I was right. just all about the artistic creation and like expressing myself <clears throat> because I always had a hard time with words, but music came easy mm-hmm. whenever I wanted to express myself. So I think growing up, it wasn't it wasn't important, it wasn't important. And then once I hit my 20s <clears throat> and I realized, oh, I have to start making money to support myself mm-hmm. in this career. How do I do that? my priorities got skewed and it got a little messed up and I kind of started to not love my art and my craft Mm. anymore because now my goal was money. And I didn't even realize that that was my goal, but it just had subconsciously gotten in my mind from my dad's voice and then from just needing to live and be able to continue to make records and stuff. And I think it was like my early 30s, I burned out really Mm -hmm. fast. And I look back on that time and I say, oh, I think that was because I had the wrong priorities. My my money was my main priority and then the art was. And so I had children and now I'm back at the beginning of like, 
I took a nice break and I can, I can focus on what's important, which is the art and not the money. Yeah. And as an actor, I'm curious too, like when you go into doing a project, you're never thinking about what you're going to make, right? Or are you? I will be honest. I've been in it long enough that I am. So I, you know, I am one of those actors who are, you know, I, I, I know when we go into overtime, you know, mm, I know right, course, when I'm asked right. to do a fitting and, you know, if it's not on a work day and, you know, uh, like when I did Manhunt right. and I had to learn how to ride a horse and we did a whole week of cowboy camp. Yeah. Literally oh, no. fun, super yeah. fun oh, cowboy camp. Eight to noon every day on a ranch, waking up, hopping on a horse, riding a horse. Oh, it was so awesome. I'm so jealous. So awesome that I didn't realize that, those checks didn't come in oh. until a few weeks in to rehearse. And I and all of a sudden sat there. Like, yeah, and me and Rusty oh were talking no, about it. Rusty and I was like, get on Rusty was yeah. like, did you ever get paid for that cowboy camp? And I was like, I don't think I did. And he went back and he looked. And then I went to another actor, you know, so and I'm like, right. did you get paid? Not, right. Now all of a sudden there's a conversation happening. You know, it's Apple TV. They didn't yeah. miss it. It was an oversight. They took care of it and we got paid for it. But yeah. Some actors, a lot of actors, especially newer actors, younger actors, will just be like, I don't want to cause waves, and yeah. I'm just so happy to be here. So yeah. I do think about the money. Well, more but, from a business perspective. Yeah, from the business yeah. perspective. And if you book a job, and you know, at the beginning part of it, my agent comes to me with an offer. Mm. So that's me and my agent talking about, is, do I go above scale? Like, I mm. don't want, Rusty, if you're mm. listening, I don't want to be in the honey wagon ever <laughs> again. <laughs> My career, I'm Tell, done with the what, honey wagon. Now, to our listeners, what is the honey wagon? The honey wagon is this little fucking prison cell <laughs> of a fucking room that's attached to the bathroom. <laughs> On set, the honey wagon is the toilet. So not only are you in a prison cell, but every time someone goes to the bathroom, you're kind of a part of it. Oh, no. And oh. and you... Uh, and, and, so, and a lot of new actors, when you, you yeah, know, three to five day player, enough, right? you're, you know, yeah, you hop in that trailer. And it's yeah. like, great, I'm so happy to be on set. I don't care, blah, 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 blah. And then you get a job where you're four episodes in a series and you they try to show you the honey wagon. And I'm sorry, I'm not doing it you anymore. You have your diva moment. That's right. Uh, yeah. We all deserve our diva But I moment. guess going back but, to but the... But then, yeah, but then it is an offer, though. I have right. to field offers mm-hmm. and I got to think about money. But once all the... T's are crossed and the I's are dotted most times. Mm-hmm. I can just go to work and I don't think about but, it. But yeah, but also I guess more maybe a better question would be in the audition process when someone approaches you and says, there's this film. And normally for you as an actor, it's going to be like um, an indie film or something that's like, we want you to do this film, but it's... We only have this much. Yeah, and... and if you're on, if you're SAG like you are, they, yeah, it's got to be SAG. It's always a SAG mm-hmm. scale, so you can rely on you. Just yes. you already know what you're going to make. But like from a musician's perspective, there's not always a, a set amount. Nope. A lot of times you're playing for tips. Yeah, so, there's a standard. Yeah. But, yeah. So yeah. I feel like from your perspective, there is a little bit more security involved. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when I'm auditioning too, you know, Mitzi calls me in for a, well, if I were non-union, but she calls me in for like a non-union food line commercial, which is a good gig. And you're going to work for a day or two and get a decent buyout, but you're not going to get residuals on right. the back end. Right. Now Mitzi calls me in for a national Mountain Dew commercial. I'm going to look at those two commercials as an actor right, and be like, course. I'll have a little fun with the food line. I'll give Mitzi something fun to look at. I'll give her a good audition, but mm-hmm. I look at that 
National Mountain yeah. Dew, and I'm going to be no like, way. I want to yes. book this. Of yeah. course. <laughs> okay. That's, okay, I right, want yeah. this, because that's the difference of like anywhere from like 700 to maybe $1,300 buyout to yeah. like potentially yeah. 25 grand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, yeah, I, I do think a, about the money. A Ford commercial early on, and I, I think I made like... <laughs> Maybe twenty five thousand yeah. dollars, right? Over a few years because yeah. it kept running. Yeah, and, and that's and that's a funny the Mountain Dew commercial. I don't know if Mitzi even remembers this story, <laughs> but like, there is a thing that happens when you put two men in a room, actors, and they're improvising. And it turns into a one-up thing. It's, oh. it's more of a one-up thing instead of like getting together. And the commercial is a Mountain Dew commercial. It's two guys tailgating. And they're supposed to be at a NASCAR event, having a wonderful time. One's sitting on the cooler, one's flipping a steak. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, Mitzi came out and she just paired us all up with people. You know, here's your partner, here's your partner, here's your partner. <laughs> so I didn't know my partner and we're standing outside and we're waiting for our turn. And in the room, I hear the men arguing, like not like arguing, <laughs> like, but like in the audition, like, hey man, don't burn my fucking steak. And hey, <laughs> dude, dude, I need a Mountain Dew. What are you going to make me wait all day over here? And I heard them arguing and I turned to the guy and I don't even know what the guy was, but I was like, like, do you hear that in there? He was like, yeah. I was like, we are not doing that. And he was like, what do you mean? Everybody's doing it. And I was like, we're best friends. I was like, we love each other. We yeah. love each other. And he was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. And not a second later, Mitzi walked out of the room into the lobby. And she was like, guys, I need you guys to get along in there. You guys, you guys love each other. You're friends. Why are you all arguing? And you, sh- you went back in and I turned to my friend like to the guy. And I was like, uh-huh. you hear that? I went in and I booked it. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. that's so good. So I know that is what's funny. Oh, obviously, there are some commercials that warrant, <laughs> right? Of course, this of course. Other, but in general, they're selling something. Yeah. You know? So oh, you, like we Lowe's commercial, let's say mm-hmm. a Lowe's or Home Depot, and you have a couple in the improv is you know you're picking out colors. I mean, you would not believe the people that are like, <laughs> it sounds like you're getting a divorce. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> over the color blue. Right. You know, I mean, no, no, no. but yeah. it's just. The whole experience, though, is such so much joy for mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. to see and be able to be a conduit to uh, people's dreams and things like this. You know, the best and most enjoyable thing is the call like you booked it yeah it's wonderful yeah man when i first moved here from la as a musician and i would be like oh yeah i gotta drive to wilmington to do a callback with jackie birch and my question would be and she would be like so do they pay you for that no and i was like no no no. i'm gonna drive to wilmington i'm gonna get a hotel room Uh and i'm gonna stay overnight and then i'm gonna do a callback and she'd be like but you don't have a job? I'll be like, I don't have a job yet. So you're not making any money and you're doing all that? I don't understand. I don't go into another town unless they're paying me to be there. And I'm like, yes. Again, bringing it back to my motivator thing, that was the point in my life where I was like, I don't drive across town for less than $100. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Those days are pretty much gone. Yes, Mm -hmm. true. And that is one of the silver linings of Mm -hmm. COVID. It was kind of going in that direction about self-taping. Anyway, but then that really, so the days of, you know, like when you said there's 50 people in a waiting room, that's mm-hmm. not happening. Mm-mm. Although right. there's the, the, it's a double-edged sword Yeah, yeah. Uh, because we lose our personal connections. And, right. You know, there's nothing more wonderful than for me to sit and look you in the eye and, and see the vibe you bring yes. into uh. the room and that, that energy. Uh, so, and self-taping it's great, I think, in overall. And I, I know LA. Some LA actors feel differently, but that's a whole sure. different setup out yeah, there. It's a little newer for them too. Yeah. yeah, we've been mastering it for. Yeah, yeah. But it is 
we lose that personal connection. However, it does you know, allow people not to have to drive eight hours for a five minute, if even five minutes in the room. Uh, And the only, you know, the only bad thing is you could be doing 50 takes to send me the one take Mm -hmm. I get. Mm -hmm. And if I don't know you, I'm not certain, you know, like, it, can he always bring this? You know, right, can they right. always bring this mm-hmm. to the to the room? And that's why I think taking mm-hmm. classes and you know workshops and all the stuff that you guys offer mm-hmm. and many other places offer, you've got to do. You've got to even make that more of a priority now. Oh yeah, Absolutely. because if you're just auditioning in a room by yourself, self taping, it's just you're not gonna. How are you going to know how you're going to interact when you're on totally. set in front yeah. of a bunch of people, yeah. Sarah and the crew, and the you know, it's uh, you can't get caught in that bubble, right? Right. So, take classes. Yeah. Keep keep training, out there. You yeah. Know, keep training. Keep working with your fellow actors and other people so you can absolutely feel alive and confident yeah. when you are on set. That's what it's all so, about. Yeah, because when I have students in here and somebody does something really scary or something really vulnerable or tries a new skill and it's like the comment I'm always using is you just dropped a deposit into the confidence bank. And that's what it's all about. You Mm got to drop the deposit. You got to make those deposits. So when you show up on set, you're not overwhelmed with either the imposter syndrome or the nerves or whatever Mm -hmm. the things we do, the doubt, all the stuff we, Mm -hmm. you know. All the things that take you away from just listening. To just be. Being there in the moment. and relaxed. Cannot have that voice constantly outside of your head judging and what, is this good enough? Am Censoring. I good enough? What is happening? You know, really do your homework. Yeah. Be prepared. Absolutely. But then just be mm-hmm. and trust that you're enough. That's you it. really are enough. That's mm-hmm. it. Particularly if you're just sitting there listening. Don't worry about, oh, how should I be listening? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> should, oh. I, should we? Yeah. Right. Um, so that's a that's hard to do mm-hmm. because an actor is their they are their what their job you know mm-hmm. it's sort of right. you're that you're putting yourself out there so you, the only way i think you can get really good at it is to continue to study and work and just keep working those creative Muscle. muscles yeah. you know to, mm-hmm. to so when you go on set it's really no biggie. Yeah. yeah. You're just there. Just doing your job. Totally. Yeah. And it's what a, a great thing. Job. You're a storyteller. Yeah. You know, and art that's sort of been lost is our, in our modern generation. You know, the actor is the storyteller. Mm-hmm. And how fun, I mean, to be able to tell stories, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no matter how big or small the piece yes. is. Yeah. You know? um, and it is hard, though, not to chase every carrot. Yeah. Like that, you know, the actor that, because you do... You do have to advocate, but that, of course, your your uh, agent should be doing that job. Right. And as you were talking about how you were aware of these, I could hear Rusty. Yeah. Because <laughs> he knows. Oh, Rusty yeah. knows. He knows the rules. And I, even though he can be a pain in my ass sometimes. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, he is a good agent. Yeah. Yep. That is his job. That's his job, yeah. right. Yeah. And I respect that. Yeah, me too. Even though, you know, as a casting director, you're sort of in between the (laughs) negotiations with the agent and the producer, you know. Oh, God. Killing me here, Rusty. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a break. Right. Right. Um, That's uh, what I want to go back just a smidge. 
so you're not doing no you're not doing any in person auditions anymore even callbacks are you not doing callbacks in person anymore no we are doing a little it's oh, okay. not as you know a limited robust window. <laughs> right, as right, it right. used gotcha. to be but we the majority is always still self taping uh, yes. the majority of callbacks are still via zoom right Great technology to do yeah. all that, yeah. Because they're saving money. Because yes. I mean, the creative team would fly in, and yeah. you know, the director is like tons of money hotel, yeah. and you know, they're not staying at the no, you know, hotel Overhead. nine, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. totally. Red roof in, yeah. So, uh, so now they're all in their different locations, you know, getting zoomed in and seeing, and we can even kind of pair people up even mm-hmm. on Zoom. Yeah. It's weird, but yes. Um, uh, but more and more directors are asking for some in-person stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think for a callback, it's a little more justifiable yeah. to say to an actor right. in Asheville, come drive in. Because now you know we're seriously interested. Yeah. So it's worth that. You know, with the self-tape, though, the other positive is, like, well, my goal is to just skip past the callback mm. and book from that first self-tape. Yeah. And that, that does happen. Yeah, that is. That, it does. My last gig was like oh, that. Yeah. No callback, mm-hmm. three episodes, w- nice. just from in this room, shooting an audition and sending it off. And That's great. It's great when that happens. But mm-hmm. don't you feel pretty confident and loose because you're here. You're, I was you're just about to ask that. Yeah. And actors seeing other actors work is mm-hmm. fantastic. Fantastic. Like I've had people sit in occasionally uh, in the casting room with me and they're like, Oh my God. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I tell my students all the time, like sit yeah. in a casting session, you'll learn a ton. You will. Yeah. You will. And yeah, the training, going back to the training, why that's so important. I'm one of those actors who I started booking work in LA on set. I trained as a theater actor forever, but my TV and film training didn't start until I was already on set working. Mm-hmm. So all mm-hmm. these things we talk about, the, the, the sound in your head, try focusing on the lines, like the doubt, and like how do I look, and censoring, all that stuff. Unfortunately, like I had to, that's the way I had to learn, mm-hmm. fortunately. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. like I, there's some opportunities I wish I could go back to. But now, having gone all the way through it, it's like, when you can get on set like that and sit in it and be comfortable and know you're enough and deserve to be there and once all that other bullshit goes out yeah. the window, man, that's that's where it's at. I and think I think what you said and you deserve to be there is yeah. a very important point. Mm-hmm. I still have problems yeah. receiving and thinking I deserve this life or this whatever. Wow. And I think it is hard for artists to feel like, wow, I do deserve this, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, so, yeah, the imposter syndrome that. is strong mm-hmm. in, in yes. artists. We talk about that almost every episode with, with artists is mm-hmm. we all suffer from it. And that kind of brings me around to, as a casting director, the sheer volume of actors you have to watch mm-hmm. one after the mm-hmm. other after the other and I'm sure that can become grueling and um, draining. Mm-hmm. Um, how do <laughs> how do you reset and how do you recharge your creative soul so that you don't burn out? Just your human. And then start soul. questioning yeah. if you're worthy and all those things. You know. Remember that kava bar? I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She uh, she's actually an owner now. She owns a right. exactly. stock owner. I bought into that place. Yeah. It's fabulous. No, um, 
It is hard because that is one of the things that has happened too. Uh, some people have the perception that self-taping is making the casting director isn't doing anything. Right. And it's not. No, you're staring at a screen now all the time. Well, now yeah. we're seeing five times the Ooh, amount. I bet. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because when we were doing in person, you, maybe you could do 50 auditions a day. This is for mm. commercials, mm-hmm. obviously not for film. Right. Couldn't. But even film, maybe 25 people. Mm-hmm. With self-taping, we can see hundreds. Wow. And honestly, we do look at them all, but yep. we may not look at them all fully. Totally. Because really, honestly, in the first two seconds, maybe sure. maybe five seconds, sure. you know this is not, not necessarily uh, a bad actor, but not the direction we're going right. in, or you've already kind of had an actor that really hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, it sets the bar, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, kind of thing. But um, we do have, I do fortunately have, uh, well, t- with Tanya, everyone knows Tanya, who mm-hmm. is fantastic. Fantastic um, casting director and actor. Oh, yeah. and a person. Person, Just yeah, absolutely. Really rare and yeah. wonderful. Uh, and when Paige left us way too early, yeah. <laughs> just... um you know, I was left a big hole mm-hmm. in my life. It was mm-hmm. like a part of my heart died. And uh, she was, she was younger than me, smarter than me, <laughs> you know, just very business wise and savvy. I actually, st- I st- brought her into the company early on and I learned so much more from her, honestly. Yeah. And so, when she left, Tanya kind of stepped in or stepped up. Right, right. And then we have Jeremy oh, yeah. Carlos, who is really an extraordinary talent too, and he's a musician. Cool. All of them, all of the casting directors are actors, and I think that does help help in terms of what you were saying earlier. Yeah, we, we know, yeah, we know yeah, the yeah. pain. Yeah, <laughs> we know what you're going through. Uh, and Joanna <laughs> Jowett, fantastic. Uh, casting director, but also unbelievably talented. And uh, we just recently, uh, or we're going to start using Alicia Fusting, who is also a very talented actress and someone who actually interned with oh, Paige cool. and I many years ago when she was like 17. Mm. <laughs> and she went out to L.A. for a while and now she's back. But anyway, she's cool. she's fantastic. And then we have uh, Chandler uh, Brock, who is sort of, the glue mm-hmm. that holds us all together. Mm-hmm. And then we have Gigi, mm-hmm. who st- was our first hire, Paige and I. So she's the same age as me, and she's eccentric, and she's sort of like my sister. I mean, Aww. she, I hope she'll never leave me, because <laughs> like, I will just cry my eyes out. You know? Yeah. So we do have a team of people where we, uh, and we job in more independent contractors if we have to, if we're too busy. Gotcha, right. But we'll share mm-hmm. the viewing. Yeah, 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 and we have okay. a system where we rate, and la la yeah. la, so mm-hmm. that we can feel pretty confident about yeah. uh, the number we're seeing and presenting. You know, yeah. but yeah. but we you don't present everybody. No. Right. I think some people may think they're being presented every time they audition, but no. you can't. Yeah. No. no. Because then the director and producer say, well, why did we hire you? Exactly. <laughs> you're do you're doing the weeding. We right. don't have the time to <laughs> right. watch these 500 auditions. Right. So it is. And the, the culling down becomes even more narrow when you're working on a film. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you can you can uh, show the directors on a commercial many more. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it becomes 
maybe five to ten people yeah. that you're really presenting per row, mm-hmm. right. sometimes even less. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's why it is good to know your casting directors. Go to a workshop, go to a seminar. Mm-hmm. It's great to see your work over tape, but to, to see you in person and then to know you so I can say, if it's between you and you. Mm-hmm. I've worked with this one. I know this guy. Yeah. He's right. going to be good. Not saying this person would be bad, but I just, just don't know. can't completely vouch for them because exactly, I don't yeah. know them. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Interesting. It's crazy. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. And that's, so it's, again, the collaborative process. Mm-hmm. It's everything in our industries. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about collaboration and being able yeah. to share that. And that helps you not burn out. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. and you do have to do other things. Of course. I mean, I'm actually yeah. doing the artist way. I started it, uh-huh. the book. Oh, cool. And, and it's fantastic. Because oh, yeah. obviously I need things that do recharge me or sometimes yeah. I'm, I'm bored i'm yeah. like it's totally. i've been doing this for 30 yeah 30 years i think it's about 30 years now. wow wow yeah i know i sound so young and i look so young you do you, you are what do you mean but you've no, been doing it since you're 15 i'm no spring chicken let me tell you <laughs> no, and i'm in the same boat like years wise i've been teaching that amount of time yeah yeah so yes. it's like the same thing it's like you, you have need to, to do other things plug. to make you feel like I like you took that break Abby actually got to that point where she was not enjoying her art I mean she was so uh, just torn about it and it just broke her spirit and so she had to back away and kind of find things that filled her and her sense of self-worth and so on and so forth Mm. and then she's now stepping back in I love which is so good because she's young oh yeah Yeah. there's so much more I, I don't even know if acting will be what her life becomes right. but I don't care I yeah. just want it to be uh something that fulfills Fulfilling. her and she's happy yeah absolutely good for her too for being able to listen to her herself and and really just be able to reground herself because oh, yeah. that's it's so hard for actors too. to do that oh, I mean yeah. for humans. artists yeah for humans yeah. to do that in general but yeah yeah artists especially like we're always just looking for our, our creative outlet, and then when that bit gets monetized, it gets it gets muddy sometimes, you know. Yeah. Well, and what the artist way kind of tells you, everything you do is creative. Yes, right. it's not, you know, everything is a creative expression. The way you dress, the cooking. Mm. Cooking. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. I, I wondered why I liked cooking. Yeah. I don't cook all the time, yeah. and I have finicky eaters. I want right. to smack them in <laughs> no, the head. Because I'm that. from New Orleans, man. Right. There's got to be flavor and oh, spice. Man, I can fucking cook. And seafood, you know. <laughs> yeah. my, my, my family. Don't know I'm what that is. seafood. You know? Yeah, give me mac and cheese. I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna. Right. Mm. <laughs> but um, it is. I. I that oh it's the creative expression it's something creative I'm doing so right. I know that's why I must enjoy it you know and I mm. knit and now I'm starting to paint because oh, of the nice. artist way yeah I love <laughs> nice. it well, and you know I have to get that thing out of my head that says you're not good enough oh yeah no way get it out no yeah way. How, how could you sell this I mean, yeah. who cares if who I cares? Sell? and the other person the thing we've learned too talking to people about this is like it's I have students all the time will write stuff and they'll be like, oh, what if somebody doesn't like it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you're making art with the idea right. that a million people are going to love it. No. No. <laughs> but if you make art 
that there'll there'll be one person out there who yes. absolutely needs this. Mm-hmm. The rest of the people can go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. That right. one person, that art is necessary. It found the person it needed. Yes. Well, You're and it's satisfied. subjective. It's yeah. subjective. Like Paige and I would get in these discussions, you know, because I would like somebody and want to present them, and she mm-hmm. may disagree, vice versa. And it was subjective. It, yeah. you know, so. It is a subjective thing. There should not be an end game. It's a Mm -mm. process Mm -hmm. and it's an expression of your humanity and it should just be an ongoing thing. Right. And and I do have to say about Abby, she never really chases it. She actually, in a way, it's kind of bad because she's a little much of a diva at a very (laughs) young age, but I kind of appreciate it in a way because she just won't do anything just for the money she wants to be invested invested in the project right. and like the role and feel it makes sense. good about it but yeah. then there is that part that you know you do have to like, you, you have, have to, to think about the, the other stuff too yeah. i know so it's you frustrating. might not be able to do every project that you really really love so, mm-hmm. right. so finding that happy medium it is hard that is the the trick of of it all, I think, is mm-hmm. just being able to find your balance and and your center and s- enjoy it, but still not mm-hmm. go broke. I mean, I'm still yeah. doing it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm in my 50s, and I'm an actor. And, and you've tried to quit I, many times. Uh, many times. Yeah. It's just I can't. It's just but you happen. know, that's the beauty of yeah. acting. You can be any age. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Any it's age. True. I even often think maybe I'll step back in. You know, when? I could be the 80-year-old woman. Yes, you can. I'm not 80 yet. <laughs> no. That could happen yeah. in my life ahead. I just love that, though, about just being able to let go and remember that this is a process mm. and that you're always growing and you're always learning and you're always sharing. And we this is something we've talked about on the last couple of podcasts, too, is accepting the fact that you don't have to make it getting out of your head, basically getting mm-hmm. out of your head and just remembering that mm-hmm. as long as you're being true and honest to, to your soul and your craft, you're going to touch someone. Mm-hmm. And that I feel is my job as an artist, just to connect with other people. And this brings me to another topic I want to talk to talk to you about is, so I, I kind of give you a heads up about this ahead of time. I have, I'm, I'm kind of woo woo and I love to get in. <laughs> there's a podcast I listen to called psychic teachers and it's one of my favorite. You should check it out if oh, you haven't yet. Yeah. It's one of my favorite ones because it's these two women and they're healers basically. And, and they did a, a new year's Eve episode where they're like, so we pick a word for our year ahead. And, um, and they also were talking a lot about numerology and the year of 2024 is the year it's eight is the is the number for the year. Oh, the universal wow. number is eight. Okay. And eight is all about like hope and nurturing and, you know, creativity and and so I I I tried really hard to pick one word to focus on this year. So, you know, a lot of people do goals. They're like, okay, I'm going to have three goals this year and mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to lose 10 pounds and I'm going to book a role and I'm going to book a lead role in a TV show and I'm going to make a film or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I feel like making a, a hard, flat goal can be kind of limiting, mm-hmm. you know, because you just, it, it makes it so it's almost too specific or, or it's not specific enough or, you know, I think that picking one word can help you 
just feel what where you want to be. Like if you want to be successful, mm-hmm. then you're able to kind of embody that right. more so than and I want to get that lead infinite role. Infinite possibilities. Infinite possibilities. To, you got the lead role. Okay. Precisely. So what you take the next year off the rest Yeah, right. Of I'm done. Exactly. I got it. Exactly. So where this could yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to decide. I think my word is connection. I think that's nice. my word. I I've like been going it. back and forth. At first I was like create. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I said, what did I say to you the other day? I was like, mm-hmm. what if my word is produce? And you're like, no, we don't want any more babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be specific. Come on. Yeah. Because the That's thing right. is, is the universe is always listening. Yes, I and, agree. And if you aren't, you know, if you pick too broad of a word, you might, you don't know what the universe will magnify back to you. But so mine, I think, is connection. If you had to pick one word to focus forward on your year mm-hmm. ahead, what do you think that would be? <laughs> that is a tough question. It's really hard. It feels like there's so much. Yeah. So much. Yeah. If you, if you, we, you can but, name a few words too if okay. you want. <laughs> you <will>. No pressure. <laughs> Thank you for playing. Yeah. Uh, I guess the word I think of is purposeful, mm-hmm. you know, Good because one. it kind of encompasses commitment, focus. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm no spring chicken. I have had lots of cancer in my family. Mm. Age died of cancer. I have had breast cancer. I've, you know, 12 years cancer free. But uh, so I am trying to make things count, you know, really be purposeful. What is it? Because I feel like there's so much pain and meanness and uh, people were divided you know I I want to make my life count these I don't know how much longer I have I hope I hope a lot you know because I want to be around particularly for my girls yeah and I want to be one of those old people that you go, wow, <laughs> man, they're still moving around and doing crazy <laughs> yeah, things. And, yeah. You, know, you see Mitzi out on the basketball That's court? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's 89. Yeah, look, she's there making pottery, you yeah. know, whatever. And uh, so anyway, I do feel like there's uh, a lot, and I do get out of focus. You know, mm. I get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I don't know where should I put my energy so I do want to be a little more purposeful love that that's and, a great and that's, word that's what I came up with that's nice and it was it. helpful thank yeah. you for asking the question because it did make me go hmm you know because yeah. I do get stuck in the old you know let's lose 10 pounds of course yeah. me too we all we all want to go there right yeah what about you do you think you you could well, think you've been talking to me about this now right for a while I, I kind of been going back and forth and I've been going around, I just keep coming back to the same word, and it's kind of a grand word, but I also think that it's a very specific word. Um, I just keep coming back to the word peace. No, I, I, I love, love that, that one. I thought of that, too. I yeah. just keep coming back to it, and that can be... That's a good universal all, one, yes. too. It's universal, it's yeah. very personal, mm-hmm. it's very specific, mm-hmm. it, it could be global it can be internal I love that and i just mm-hmm. want to say one other thing there's the power of manifesting and there's something about having three people in a room to get three or more in a room together talking about what we want to manifest 
there's a magic thing that happens. It's magic. Where there's a magic thing it's, happening. It's like we have a <laughs> megaphone on us now, and the universe can mm. really hear us. And mm-hmm. and I'm going to be thinking about you as the year goes on, and you are purple, purposeful. <laughs> oh, my purple. purple. I like purple. Purple, pers- purple. <laughs> And I'll be thinking about you as well and peace. Mm-hmm. And I'll be sending my vibes to both of you to, that that continues. And, and hopefully likewise. And the connection that yes. we're making right now with that. And I think we should check back in with each other at mm-hmm. the end of the year and see yeah. what happened yeah. with mm-hmm. our year. You I know? believe that. Yeah. I believe that. You manifest. Yes. You're, big time. You're, you definitely can manifest these good things. Mm-hmm. And we need more good things to happen do. in the world God, totally. Totally. Really totally. do because it is a crazy time it is it, yeah it's hard right now and and the world needs art more yes. than ever mm-hmm. so. yeah i've been screaming for a while now i just feel like love is under attack mm-hmm. and i feel like it's in direct in, result inclusion, is art acceptance is of yeah. the other the, yeah. the difference love the difference yeah, yeah. don't despise it or be fearful of it no you know, let people live authentically i amen totally like that you know whatever. Yes. i think it's a beautiful thing and everybody's finding them their self themselves mm-hmm. and their way right you know and you don't know what people have gone through or no. are going that's through. a big one it's so true yeah i just want to thank you Mitzi, for joining us and chatting with us here. Um, it's always lovely being able to sit and talk with you and spend some time with you. Um, I've been fortunate enough to get to work with you here for almost 15 years, and I'm really lucky to get to call you a friend. And um, I think the Southeast and the world is in, in general is lucky to have you in it. Better place with you in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. True. I, I'm grateful. and. I feel the same about y'all. And so. do you have any events or workshops or anything coming up that you'd like to promote? Go to our website, right. cjcasting.com, and, and uh, you'll, you'll see. You'll see, and hopefully. We're hoping to go like a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff throughout yeah. the year. And so hopefully one of those places will be the Actors Center of Nashville, too. We could. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd love to talk. have you. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for being here, Mitzi. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of Head in a Box, and enjoy the journey. Head in a Box is brought to you by the Actors Center of Asheville, located in Black Mountain, North Carolina. The Actors Center of Asheville is a professional acting school, allowing artists to train in a safe environment, both in front of the camera and on stage. Private coaching and audition shooting available. Visit us online at theactorscenterofashville.com and schedule your interview for class today. The Actors Center of Asheville. Train. Create. Book. Book.